Mal, 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 mal. American. I've been tracking Sasquatches for 25 years. Hard. My American. Global awakening to the new world order. Hard. My American. Artificial intelligence. Control. We can. Hard. My American. Do you believe in UFOs? Yes, sir. Extraterrestrial. You're listening to Hardened by American. Well, hello there, everybody. It is I, Greg Rias. No, uh. Yeah, hey, so it sounds a little different today. You might notice, uh, yeah, it sounds different, and what? I'm all by myself. Where's Dave? Where's Chris? No need to worry. Everything's all good. In due time, we will all be back together. And uh, yeah, we're going through some stuff, and it's, it's a little entertaining. It's a little interesting. And it's all okay. Just letting you guys know. Everything will be just fine. But hopefully we'll be back in studio on Wednesday and we can tell you guys uh, what's been going on. There's some exciting things to share. That is for sure. Um, yeah, so I am all alone. This feels very strange. I'm naked and I'm afraid. Uh, but I'll get through this. And uh, so, yeah, we won't, it won't be a regular show like we usually get, but not to fear. I have a... Uh, just one brief little topic that I wanted to go over with you guys. And it is about the great conjunction. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but Saturn and Jupiter are coming very, very close to one another. And this is the first time that this is happening in a very long time. And this will not happen for another some 400 years or something. So, uh, yeah, I, I heard Saturn and I was thinking, hmm, Saturn worship? Satan worship? De- devil? I don't know. It's, uh, it's a little weird. It's a weirder topic, but you know, I just, I feel like we got to put something out for you guys. So I'm going to do what I can, dive into where I can. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. First of all, go to pardonmyamerican.com. Make sure you guys sign up, put in your email. Thank you to all of our patrons out there. We can't do this without you. We need to buy everything that we do now. So this is not a free program. So thank you guys so much for everything that you guys do. Um, thank you for all the donations that you guys give. 100%, everything that you guys do, it goes back into our show. And we, we really do appreciate everything that you guys do for us. So thank you once again. And go follow us on Parlor. Parlor is our new home because Instagram is uh, slowly draining our accounts into... Uh, Six feet under. So, anywho, uh, let me dive into this topic here. I have a couple screens pulled up, and this is an audio-only podcast, so just a heads up. But, so here's, here's an article from the Daily Mail. And this says, The star of Bethlehem to appear in the sky on Christmas week. Jupiter and Saturn will conjoin together as a brightly shining double planet for the first time in 800 years. So, yeah, a couple bullet points here. The celestial conjunction, that's what this thing's called, will be visible in the sky night on December 21st this year. Jupiter and Saturn have been appearing closer in the sky since the summer. Viewers worldwide will be able to see the show, but most easily from the equator. The planets will appear in the western sky near the horizon around sunset. They will not seem to come close 
or come as close together until March 15th, 2080. So we're talking uh, another 60 years, okay? I probably won't be here by then. Um, this goes on to say German astronomer Johann Kepler wrote in 1614 that he believed the star of Bethlehem in the nativity story could have been the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Go figure. And he goes on to say, alignments between these two planets are rare, occurring every 20 years or so, said astronomer Patrick Hartigan of Rice University of Houston, Texas. But this conjunction is, a, is exceptionally rare because of how close the planets will appear to one another, he explained. You'd have to go all the way back to just before the dawn of March 4th, 1226, to see a closer alignment between these objects visible in the night sky. So this doesn't happen very often, people, okay? So everybody's kind of making a, a big deal about this. Uh, as I mentioned, the next time this is going to happen is March 15th, 2080. And then it says, uh, yada, yada, yada. But listen to this. On the evening of the closest approach on December 21st, they will look like a double planet separated only by one-fifth the diameter of the moon. For most telescope viewers, each planet and several of their largest moons will be visible in the same field of view that evening. So you'll be able to see some of these planets' moons. They're going to be uh, so close to one another. Um, so yeah, I started thinking about Saturn and the large hexagon on the bottom or on the north of Saturn. There's a big storm. It's a bizarre hexagonal cloud pattern that was first discovered in 1988 by scientists reviewing data from NASA's Voyager flybys of Saturn in the 1980s and 1981. Um, let's see. Nothing like this hexagon has ever been seen on any other world. And it, it's basically a churning storm that looks like a hexagon. And it's bizarre. And I was thinking, uh, the storm is coming. It made me think about that. There's a storm coming. Is it Saturn? Is this what it is? Uh, probably not, but hey, what a quinky dink, right? Um, all right. And so I, I was looking through a bunch of stuff, and someone on Instagram sent a video about a guy also talking about the, the Great Conjunction. And it was a time of spiritual awakening, almost, because Saturn represented a, the old world, and Jupiter represented the new world. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, so uh, I was looking around, and I looked on Reddit, everybody, and on Reddit, I found an article that had a video. And the article was, set, or was titled, How Saturn Creates Material Reality portal to the spiritual realm what is the black cube is saturn satan the demigurg or the demiurge um so uh th this has a video that leads to let me pull it up here i want to play a couple clips from this guy because this is a pretty good video here and it's it has some interesting insights into what this thing is this is by uh E-A-E-N-K-I. E-N-K-I on YouTube. 
So I will put a link to this video in this uh, little bonus episode here. But uh, yeah, so so check this out. So he starts talking about this storm on the bottom of the planet Saturn. But he also goes into some other stuff. So take a listen to this real quick here. Um, actually, let me check. Good there. Okay, so he's he's going to be talking about Kronos and uh, mythological um, iterations of Saturn. In Greek mythology, Saturn is known as Kronos, who is a titan. The description of titans seem to suggest that the planets are the titans. This is similar to how the giants might be the planets in Norse mythology. And it's described that the planets, the titans, and the gods are at war with each other. We also see that the outer planets are supposedly older and give birth to the inner, younger planets. This suggests that this is how divine consciousness is being translated to the means of the planets towards the core of the sun. Kronos is the son of Uranus and Gaia, who is the mother earth. Kronos overthrew his father and castrated him. The genitals of his father would not be the last things he would cut as he is usually depicted with a sickle or a scythe, and is also the god of harvest. Okay, so Kronos, this guy, uh, cut his dad's junk off. He carries around a sickle, kind of like the Reaper, uh, Death. So um, he cut this. He cut his dad's balls off, and he. Uh, He's known as the Harvest. So we just had the Harvest Moon, also known as Hunter's Moon, everybody. And who's been talking about the Harvest? I mean, Comey. And you've had all of these senators talking about the Harvest. You've had um, Chuck Grassley talking about, oh, the corn is ready. Dan Scavino, I don't know if he's the one talking about. But corn, right? Corn and harvesting. So... This made me think of just tying it all in, okay? Everybody's getting ready for the harvest. And we have Kronos related to Saturn, okay? So here we go. Um, I'm going to find the next clip because this, this guy just continues to racket out this information here. Um, I believe this next one is talking about the time for festivities. So the the beginning of a new time, the end of the old and into the new stuff that we're talking about right now. I mean, what we're going into Christmas time, right? So let me uh, let me pull this up here. OK, here we go. This is good stuff. In Roman mythology, Saturn is the equivalent of Kronos. The most important thing here is probably Saturnalia, which is a festival in December and is perhaps one of the biggest festivals in Rome. This was a time of feasting, role-playing, free speech and gift-giving, quite similar to Christmas in some days. This is also where we saw the weekday or Saturday being named after Saturn. In ancient days, we actually believed that Saturday used to be the last day of the week and not Sunday. In other words, Saturn represented the end of things. 
very similar with the harvest motif where things are harvested, eaten, but then reborn in some other fashion. Okay. So again, you're seeing the harvest come in, you're seeing the end of things, right? The, the initiation of Saturday, which is the end of the week. And he was saying in, in older times, they, they think that Saturday is the last day of the week. So it's, it's the end. We're coming to an end of something. And that is what people are saying that this great conjunction is. It's Saturn represents the end coming into light and in together with Jupiter, which represents expansion and it represents new beginnings and, and enlightenment. So it, it's this continued coming of information and this uh, symbology and, and a lot of different things going on with this. Um, let me continue this because he goes on to talk about some, some good stuff here. Hold on. This also fits with how Saturn is at the threshold of the visible and the invisible. Saturn was also associated with the Roman deity Janus, who was the god of ends and beginnings. And So he's saying Janus, which is Janus. So this is who Zach Voorhees brought up when he was on our show. The two-faced god. The two-faced god who represents the, the beginning and the end, molded into one human being. And so that, that's also, this is all related to Saturn as well. Here we go. Let's keep going. Or maybe not. I don't know if it's going to work here. But he continues. Talking, Capricorn, oh, born. talking about Capricorn. And how um, Giannis, Janus, the two-faced god, is also related or somehow tied to Capricorn, which is in horoscope. Um, or in um, astrology, Capricorn, people are, who are Capricorn are born at the end of December and they go into January. That is the end of the year going into a new year. So it's you represent the beginning and the end in your astrological sign. Okay? So this is saying... Yeah, Saturn is associated with the Roman god Janus, Janus, symbolizing the ends and the beginning. It represents the transition of the old year into the new year. And he also goes on to say stuff about how... Um, let me see if I can find this next one. Because he, he mentions something very peculiar here. Oh, yeah, here we go. All right, hold on here. Listen to this. Saturnalia motif. However, the important Saturnalia. symbology with Capricorn is that Capricorn is not only a goat, it is a goat-fish hybrid. The goat represents material form, and the fish represents non-material form, the spirit realm. So Capricorn is able to transition between material and non-material realms. In other words, Capricorn is able to transition beyond Saturn and then back. Saturn is the portal between the material and the non-material world. The waters 
are a series of constellations in the sky with Capricorn, Aquarius and Pisces. All these three zodiac signs have a water motif and the water generally represents the spiritual realm, the afterlife, the formless realm. However, to access this realm, one must leave the physical body behind. Okay, so did you hear what he said? He went in and said, uh, it's, it's the waters. It represents the waters. The astrological signs is called the waters. And that just made me think, watch the water, right? Watch the water. And it's going to be biblical. What's more biblical than the birth of Jesus Christ? And what's more biblical than this time going into this time of the year? The out with the old, in with the new, starting anew. So we're, we're going into this time frame. And I'm not, I'm not saying this is all what it is, but what are these coincidences and what does it mean? Because it's, it's strange to me. It's strange that we have this kind of great awakening right now, 2020. We have everybody getting locked down in their house. Why? Is it the great reset? Because they, everybody, you know, you could, you could say it's that. I get that. That's, that's a tangible, you know, it makes more sense. You know, just saying, this is all about money. This is all about control. This is about bankers who used to go to war, get us into wars, used to control everything through defense contractors, through pharmaceuticals. They're all coming to an end because we're going to find out who, what the actual plan is here. Or is it something spiritual as well? And, you know, I mean, there's certain... I think there's certain factions of these upper echelon societies that believe this kind of stuff. I mean, they believe that the skies are ruling the material world. So this is kind of an interesting correlation here because you have two different arenas. You have the material arena, which is the great reset. It's the vaccine. It's you're going to get the chip. You're going to get uh, digital currency. You're going to get um, God, who knows what? I mean, knock on wood. Hopefully Biden doesn't win. Ugh. But there's that, and then there's what this guy's talking about. This cosmic event. The great conjecture. Um, or conjunction. Sorry. It's, uh, it makes me think, you know? It's, is this all really part of something because and then you have this 17 you know saying watch the water okay and now you have saturn being associated with constellations called waters and you have the end of the beginning and you have the, you know the the future proves past type thing um it there's just a lot of this stuff that is kind of all falling in together so what that guy goes on to explain is that um, Saturn is also um, associated with Hindu as far as like different chakras. So Saturn represents the material world. So I want it because I can feel it and I know what it exists because it's here. And that is when you look at the Bible, Satan, all this, you know, Lucifer, 
the bringer of light. There's Luciferians who believe that the devil gave the people knowledge. I don't think that that's necessarily correct. I haven't looked that far into it, but when you look at the tie between Saturn worship and devil worship, it seems to tie together. And so Saturn, it represents restricting and it's the material world. It's, it's saying, Hey, don't go any higher. Don't think of anything higher in a different realm. You see what you have right in front of you. That's it. You'll never get more than that. You can never obtain anything more than that. So don't try. So it's restricting you. It's holding you back. The guy goes on in that video. He goes on to say, even the planet itself is restricted by the ring around it. So the ring is constricting even the planet. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you guys think, but I think that when you have it meeting with Jupiter and you have the expansion and it, cause Jupiter is supposed to represent expansion, optimism, growth. And what has Trump always said? The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come, baby. So I don't know. I, with December 21st coming around the corner, who knows? I mean, with these dates, we've all seen it, been there, done that. The Mayan calendar, right? The world was supposed to end in 2012. Maybe it did. Maybe we're all plugged into something else. Who knows? But I wanted to share that with you guys because I found that the whole video, you guys have to continue watching the video because he goes into the cube and how the cube is tied into all of our religions. The black cube. I mean, he goes into um, Judaism. He goes into uh, just, I mean, if you unfold the cube, it turns into a cross. It's just nuts, man. So, but he, he does it much more elegantly than, than obviously the, what I'm doing right now. Um, so, anywho, I, I am going to keep my eye on it because I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm paying attention to that, uh, what is it, the shaman residence or resonance. Um, the little heat map chart to see what kind of energy is going on out there. Oh boy. So yeah, everybody, I think we're, we're in it. We're in it to win it. I do think that there is obviously a, a plan to hold everybody inside, lock everybody down. People are pushing back. There's a lot of clips and stuff that I want to play. Cause there's a lot of stuff that we have not been able to cover in uh, the last week or two. And man, oh man, there has been some pushback. Yes. Yes, baby. There's been some local businesses pushing back, opening up, staying open, even local here. So in our hometown, um, we love it. Freaking love it, man. It's time. Time to push back and take care of your companies, take care of your families. That's what you got to do because the government's not going to do it for you, people. They're not. And yet to see, you know, we've, we haven't seen any, any progress with Congress. So do what you can, protect your, protect your family, protect your property, protect your family and your life and everything else that you care about. I know I probably said family twice, but who's, who's counting?
Okay. Um, I think that's all I'm going to do for you guys right now because this is kind of weird. <laughs> I got to get some clothes on. Um, oh yeah. I didn't want to, I didn't want to spoil it, but Dave is getting a, uh, a transgender operation. He's actually turning into a woman. I didn't want to say it. I, I, maybe I just, I let the cat out of the bag too soon, but the next time you see Dave, he's going to look a little different and he might sound a little different too, because he, he he's going through some changes physically, experimentally, emotionally. Let's give him some, uh, <laughs> let's give him some tough love when we, when we see him next. So, all right, you guys, um, you know what? Uh, I just want to end this with saying thank you once again for supporting our show. We are busy. We all have families. We all have full-time jobs. And yeah, we have lives. So, but we want to, I wanted to get this out there, you guys, because I wanted to have something out there just to say, hey, we're still here, baby. So keep up the good work. We will see you guys hopefully on Thursday with a new episode. All right. In the meantime, where we go on, we go all, baby. Sayonara. You judge a tree by its fruits, and you judge a big old pink top titty off how much milk comes out of it. Pardon my American, American.